0: Whether you're coming from a boat or a stand, welcome back to the Lodge with your hosts Matthew Dredska,
1: Wait, no, 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 that's not what I meant. No, no, come <laughs>
2: <God>, no, <laughs> dang, Patrick Mudge. I really don't know what to say that's funny because I'm not a very funny person. (laughs) True.
0: And Nick Condor. There's a difference between picking and itching. (laughs) Thinking about us, thinking about then, thinking about how it could have been. Don't cross your mind, so if you do doing fine, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Back to the Lodge is brought to you by Icy Tech USA. Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat a mature whitetail census. But if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now for all the work you put in to getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. Mossy Oak, made for moments like this.
2: IC Tech now has tumblers and apparel. Check out ictech.com or visit the hardware house in Huntington Bennett's Hardware of McKenzie to find all your IC Tech coolers and accessories. IC Tech, the classic roto-molded cooler that started an entire industry. 100% veteran owned and operated. IC Tech USA. Get up.
0: This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family owned company and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Innovation, quality, customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real. Get Higdon.
2: It's the 6 o'clock hour here from West Tennessee. I'm Patrick. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And welcome back to the lodge. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're trying to have a little bit of fun tonight. Uh, We're in the middle of season two. And uh, obviously, if you've, uh, you know, you're watching this on your cell phone or your computer, or your tablet or laptop, um, you've got access to mainstream. Here, hit the, hit the effect again. Mainstream media. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's really crazy what's going on in the world right now. And uh, what a great opportunity to kick back and let's kind of digress from the craziness that's going on right now. Uh, obviously, if you're watching us here live on Facebook, you can check us out. Follow us on our page at Back to the Lodge. Uh, let your friends know you're watching. Uh, we we just keep growing. This is awesome. So uh, tag a friend, share it, all good stuff. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram, which we're not as active on Instagram, but you can still follow us and see our journey and some funny photos and behind the scenes at Back to the Lodge on Instagram. How cool is that? So. Yeah. How was everybody's weekend? Mine was good. What'd you do?
0: Uh, I ate some food. (laughs) I like food. Oh yeah, (laughs) and uh, you know that's normally what my weekends consist of is just pigging out. Anything good? Uh, Don't want to plug anybody that you know, but um, I'll just put it this way: seafood
2: seafood speaking of seafood we should do some stinky fish what do you think man no <laughs> I mean Nick can do it no no I don't want no part of it no uh, but Nick yeah speaking of you did you did release a little um, behind the scenes last week I did that that is on our page on mm-hmm. back to lodge on Facebook um, you did really good man I appreciate that that was, that was pretty good I liked it a lot um, it was heartfelt it was emotional um, it really kind of covered everything we 've done over the first season
0: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
2: there were some really good highs, there were some good lows and and it didn't sound right. good lows uh but yeah, there was <laughs> we were, we had to watch it over again. It was kind of traumatizing when when matt put the the apron on and then could <laughs> you say traumatizing <laughs> but I'm on it. our end no, you loved it. <laughs> it was just cold on your end <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyways, uh, thank you for tuning in uh, back to Lodge. If you're listening to this on podcast, uh, whichever platform you're on, we, we've seen we had even more five-star reviews last week. Uh, man, that we, we really greatly do appreciate the love. Uh, it, it's truly humbling to see where we've gone in, in just a short, what, seven months, six months? No, it's not seven months, because six months will be the episode we come back um, as we're taking a break next week. So next week uh there'll be some recap videos uh that our producers will will release next Wednesday. <clears throat> I guess I just told you. Um and Justin already knew but uh I will be in Las Vegas next week. Um some downtime some me I'm actually meeting an old friend uh that's coming back from Australia. So uh good stuff. But look, there's a lot going on and we want to dive right into it. So if you've been following uh what's going on uh, we talked about last week, you know, it's time to just kind of check out. But, you know, we we were sitting in the office a little bit ago and, and discussing, you know, what's the takeaway from all this? Uh, you know, last week we talked about nonprofits, NGOs, what's going on in our country and how to uh, move forward. And look, at this point, it doesn't matter. And I hate to even say there's a fence because there really is a fence. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. It doesn't. It does not matter. We love all people. Even people, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> we still do. And, uh, you know, the key takeaway that we got out of this was look, you know, mean what you say, say what you mean. Don't talk about things, be about things. And if you're not happy with either way, and like, like I said, it doesn't matter what side you're on, you're not happy with, with one or the other. That's fine. That's all well and good. But what we need to focus on is how to move forward you know, you could say one side's not about unity, the other it doesn't matter. Um, What does matter is what we do and hold ourselves accountable. If you're spreading misinformation, and my goodness, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Seems like all of it is. Yeah, I mean, most most of it is. I mean, if you're holding out, waiting for some grand finale, or, uh, you know, somebody's going to get arrested, or, look, it's not going to happen. It's not. Um, So if you're not happy... You know, social media is cutting people off left and right. And, and look, we're an outdoor show. We are always at risk of of being censored. Uh, but we hope that they understand that our message is mindfulness, peace, and progression um, from all sides. Because people are people. But the the key takeaway of it is: look, being transparent and having accountability—not just for your lawmakers, but for yourself, your own actions. It's the old saying: you'll attract more flies with sugar. I mean, you 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 can't. You're never gonna change anyone's mind with aggression, with with condescending tones, with negativity, with uh, name calling, um, with with truly even rioting. I mean, you'll get attention, but it's not the attention you think you're gonna get. Um, so be about it. You know, if if you don't like. Where something's going, go to your your local representative or your senator, and when they post what's going on or their feelings, put a transparent, public, professional, and polite comment asking them what they're going to do about something or ask them where their stance is on something for others to see. Be professional and ask. You will get results. And if they don't answer you, then people will start to realize that nobody's getting answers. And then it's time for change. But look, this is this is the new wave, and, and whether we like it or not, Facebook can change your Twitter. Or, you know, it doesn't matter what changes, but if they're going to change it and they have the power to shut you off, then you've got no voice. So I'm not saying what they're doing is right or wrong, but if you want to have reach to these folks with accountability and transparency, this is an opportunity to put an end to these things. If you don't you're just going you're just going to be silenced as well and then you have no voice so if you want to go back to the days of emailing your uh, your local representative or, or sending them a snail mail uh, good luck they don't I mean some will read them some don't some i mean if you but you want accountability you want people to see that you've proposed a question this is this is the time and and if you feel like that you're being censored very quickly then you're running out of time. And I've said it before, time is the only resource you do not get back. Um, so I, I do want to stress, take a minute, if you're frustrated, just get outside. Get outdoors, put the phone off, turn, the, turn this show off. Even seriously, if you're that stressed out, turn the show off, go outside, take a breath. Just accept that there's so much misinformation out there. And spreading false information is so harmful on so many levels, it's not even funny. And there's no accountability so, yeah, if, you're, if your opinion doesn't match those that own the platform, well, I'm sorry. We're all going to get booted. And, it, you know, they could boot us too. And that's, that's the chance I'm willing to take. But uh, I think that there's a great opportunity to start focusing on how we make changes, how we improve the outdoors, how we improve conservation, how we improve – treating one another. Um, we talk about all the time, and Matt's a little younger than me. Nick's very younger than me. Um, but learning, you know, the next generation of this show or, or IC Tech or any any of our sponsors, the next generation of employees are, are different. And if you don't know how to communicate with them, you're going to lose. You're not going to be able to keep staff. Um, and that's that's the elephant in the room. Is it, It's still on us to continue to learn just as the generation before us was super frustrated with us. I mean, I remember. I won't won't say specifically what it was, but I remember having a chain thrown at me um, because I I coiled something the wrong way on the ground. (laughs) And it did exactly what it needed to do. But nobody taught me how to coil it. They didn't like it, so they threw a chain at me. I mean, look, those days are over. Um, In in the military is another great example of of political correctness. You know, the days of hazing. I mean, you want to get a fast way to get court-martialed and out, go haze somebody. I mean in our day and you know we we dealt with it we took it and that was that was just how it was and even before our day it was way worse than that but not even just the hazing just the you did
1: wrong do push-ups that's gone now is it
2: yeah oh wow yeah well which
1: I mean I thought was <laughs> essentially the backbone was yeah. you know physical strain for mental mistakes yeah. and we well,
2: see've and still I've got a lot to learn then. Yeah, because it's, that's that's changed dramatically. But look, end of the day, guys, you know, it's this is it. We're running out of time. So if we don't and I'm not saying we're giving in, but if we don't get our message out now, there is no message for the future. There's no platform. I mean, there's there's people out there investing money trying to get new platforms built, and frankly, you know, it's man and machine. You, you you've got to stick with it or fall behind. Um, and the reality of it is even everything from marketing to business is going to have to adapt or you, you're going to lose your marketing reach or your capability to even to market yep. to folks. I mean, so, you know, you want to talk about COVID affecting brick-and-mortar stores. Businesses are relying on social media platforms to reach their consumers um, for brand awareness and, and product awareness. And if we continue to cut those <coughs> platforms off, and lose more brick and mortar, you're going to have more unemployment. Um, So it's a slippery slope. But, I mean, when we become more and more dependent on technology, the more you have to play by that technology's rules. And and I may not even always agree with it. Um, We we had a marketing meeting just a little bit ago, and, you know, things are different. But, you know, we we don't have a choice. Um, We love our clients, and this is one of the major platforms to reach our clients, See my phone just shut off on the Facebook Live. I wonder if we got kicked off. <laughs> I'm hoping not. Nope, we're still there. There we go. So we see everybody tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it, Justin Schrelick. Hey, how you doing, William Ninnis? Good to see you, buddy. Miss you. I haven't seen you in a while. Have to catch up. Um, but yeah, we had. Uh, look, we got. We, you just you have to adapt with the times, and <laughs> there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with. But the show isn't always about my personal beliefs or Matt's personal beliefs or Nick's personal beliefs. You know, that's why there's three of us also. It's to bounce ideas off each other. And look, we devil's advocate stuff all the time. Matt's great at it. Yeah. <laughs> so he keeps me in check.
1: <laughs> Whether uh, I believe it or not, I think it's, I've always thought it was important for you to analyze a situation from every angle. You can't you can't be proactive if you don't know what people are going to come at you with. Mm -hmm. It's just, and and I find myself because I've trained myself in such a way to always look at it that way. I don't even know I'm doing it half the time, and that's something you brought up. Is, you know, maybe it it comes off a little bit negative from time to time, but in my head it's clear. I know what I'm doing, but I mean, yeah,
2: just it's it's all in, in checking out those different angles and perceptions. I mean perception is huge, right? Um I'm not going to use any, I'm not going to use an example that's super relevant because people are still on edge and insensitive right now, but you know, here's an example of perception in, in many different angles. A few years ago, I was at a a dinner and this gentleman steps up and he starts telling off-color jokes about veterans who lost their legs and how they're cripples and I mean, I'm just like, "What in the hell are you talking about, dude?" I mean, seriously, I'm a veteran. Don't don't talk about people that way. Some people kind of smiled that didn't really understand or relate to disabled veterans. Um, some people were pissed off. But then when he walked from behind the podium and lifted his pant legs, he was a double amputee combat veteran. And it's like, okay, there's four perceptions right there. There was inappropriate. That was my first perception. There was the, well, it was still a funny joke from half the audience. That was one perception. One other perception was That guy's just an asshole. And then the fourth perception was, this is my way of coping and handling the situation. All of that took place in five seconds. Right. So, you know, and you look at what's going on today with everything when we we talk about some buzzwords like extremism, racism, socialism, all the isms. I think that's a good, (laughs) that's a good buzz uh, uh, suffix. But the reality of it is is there's so many different people with different perceptions and everybody's pointing fingers. But nobody's taking the time to sit down at the table from all sides and have that peaceful, non-aggressive conversation um, in, in removing the attacks. And until we can understand all the perceptions, map them out and get through it, nothing is going to change. And I mean that. Can you hit that effect button again? Nothing is going to change. You're getting good at that. <laughs> so, you know, it, man, my phone is blowing up.
1: and thats I feel like that is what's missing the most from this country right now and all the turmoil it's in. People are forgetting the fact that our country was built off of the differing of opinions, yep. the differing of skin tones, the differing of every, everything that could be different. That's what this country was built off of. And we can't have conversations anymore. And that's what drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I, one of my closest friends is as opposite politically from me as you can possibly be. But I love sitting down and talking to them.
2: Right. You and know, they can have that conversation and remove all that emotion right. from it. Right, you
1: know? And that's, like, I, I just want from the extreme right to the extreme left to understand this whole country was built off of this rhetoric yep. that we're not having anymore. It's it's I'm
2: right, you're wrong, and now I'm going to protest. And there was an old equation that I I used to say. It was kind of like a... If I was to have like a quote over the last several years, I always said, a problem minus the emotion equals the intelligent solution. So if you can sit down and have the emotional intelligence and the maturity to identify what the problem is, remove your emotion from the problem, have a discussion, you'll find an intelligent solution. You know, I get that there's people that feel wronged on all sides of this fence, all sides. And I'm not even going to say there's two because there's more than two, but there's people that feel wronged. And you're entitled to feel wronged, but it is your responsibility to effectively communicate why you feel wronged so folks can help and understand. And what really set me off last year was people being faulted for having those conversations with the party that they disagreed with. Why would you go talk to them? Are you a sellout? No, they were making progress because you're not. That is wrong. You know, in a couple episodes ago, we talked about outdoor shaming. We talked about how shaming people for for having a belief on anything. Um, how the hell did we get to that point? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it obviously it happened very gradually.
0: Thoughts? You know, I I don't really know either. I, I feel like. I don't know. I, it seems like it seems like with, it, I got to be careful about that. I don't want to be like brutally honest or anything, right? But it's.
2: And but I'm, where did the shaming culture come from? Recently, are, are we, do we just have such a generational gap that we've lost touch with how to communicate with other people because of technology? You know, I, I think that's I a big I part. I think it. there's a
1: huge part of the fact that this came on so quickly. It did. I mean, think 20 years ago, although, yes, there were cell phones in America 20 years ago, not everybody had one. Not every had not everybody had one that could then reach out in a couple keystrokes to
2: millions of people. Right. So is it just the megaphone that people have at their fingertips, or is it that we've forgot how to communicate with human beings? A combination of both. I think so, too. A combination of both,
1: for sure. But the fact that everybody has a platform now, or used to have a platform, however you want to look at it, to voice their... Even even the wrong, the most wrong of I don't know if that's correct English but the I'll the most incorrect of ideas they could at least say it into that megaphone sure you know and and be heard and get fifteen likes or whatever it was you know it, well you know, and that's
2: that's the saying too you know the old saying was an idiot with a microphone is just a louder idiot yep. um, and and you combine that with the lack of interaction among people you know we were talking about before the show I posted on my personal page. It was an old saying by Dr. Seuss, and it, I'm paraphrasing because I'm, I didn't remember it verbatim. But it basically said, you know, what's happening here today and now is one thing, but it will eventually become a memory. What you do about it, and this is my take on it, my, my little spin, is what you do with your actions now in the situation now will affect how that memory comes back to you later. So if something happens and you don't like it, and you respond negatively to it, your memories will be built up with a whole memory bank of negativity. But if you're positive about it, you'll have more fun memories. You don't know what moment is going to become a memory. You don't. Perfect example of the military. How many moments became memories you don't want to have? Yeah, I can tell
1: you right now, when I got out of the Army, I wanted nothing more than to be out of the Army. Point in case. For <laughs> millions of reasons at the time. Mm-hmm. Now looking back, now yeah, I remember some of the bad, but boy, do I remember the good! Yeah, I really do, and it, it's it, so much of it. I wish I could have back.
2: Right, but, but then I re- only
1: remember the negative. <laughs> yeah, but today the positive outweighs the negative.
2: Yeah, but I know at the time because I got out, the mm-hmm. negative outweighed the positive. So certainly, and, and, and again, gets back to that perception thing, right? So, you know, I seen the post today about the National Guard sleeping on the floor of the Capitol. And you see younger folks going, how could they treat them like that? They're sleeping on the floor. Well, <laughs> I'm I'll thinking take they're going, that. They're in a building with temperate climate control. I'll take that. <laughs> like, it's perception. Right. Come on, folks. It's perception. You know, not everything is the way you were raised to believe. And, you know, I you, you see it in everything. You see it from, you know, oh, my gosh, that poor animal. They keep that dog outside, and it's 75 and sunny. And it's like um, dogs were born outside. The horses are fine, too. Maybe the cattle need to come in the air conditioning. And then like, then you have the extremes. There, there's, a, there's a balancing point. It's on every subject of everything in life from politics to life to morals to ancestry. Everything changes. Everything changes by geographic location, how you're raised, your family, your, your environment, your education. I mean, all these are factors. You don't know what you don't know. If you learn something you didn't know before, you change your views on things. It's kind of what we hoped is an outcome for this show. You know, We hope to and hope to change your perception and, and open your mind to um, a different angle of calmness and and our vehicle to that is the outdoors um, so you know we, the, the message of hope you know we're, we're not here to preach we're not here to you know we're, we're, this isn't religious or anything like that this is this is just human beings to human beings um and tapping into that mind of just a different angle of looking at life and and even if you don't see the different angle respecting that other people have a different angle Um, and until two people or more come together and discuss what each person sees without all the motion and the rhetoric, nothing's going to change guys. Nothing, 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 nothing. And it's one of the reasons we did this show. If we don't, if we didn't do it, we talked about it. If we didn't do this and we just let it all go to the wayside, the message didn't get out there. And if we can help one person find their way moving forward or bring a little more peace in our own communities, well, then shame on us. So this was this was our goal and our dream, and why in the hell people have <laughs> listened to us this, this long is beyond me. But I'm I'm certainly very happy about it, and uh, you know the feedback we're getting is obviously good. So we'll continue to move forward on all those things, um, and even more so tomorrow or mm-hmm. not tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I got a call from. Well, the show knows him now. Our good buddy Chase. Absolutely. Um, he wait before you go into that. Chase Petty, crappie fisherman and guide on Real Foot Lake. Um, we're going to go ahead and drop a link on this episode in the podcast. He is booking for the 2021 season. So if you want to go out and fish with Livescope, with one of the one of the best in the industry, uh, what place did he take at the the uh, championship? I knew you were going
1: to put me on the spot with that. Eh, it was
2: it was in the top 20. I know that. 11th. 11th. Something in the I, world. I'm sorry, so, Chase. <laughs> but in the world. One of the best. Super great guy. You'll have a blast. You'll have some laughs. And you will catch fish. Yep. I, I think he guarantees you'll catch fish. Yeah. I mean he's that good. Yeah, this um, guy this
1: guy makes his living on the water. Yep. Crappie fishing. That's that's what he does. And then in the winter, when I mean, truthfully. He's upset because he wants to go crappie fishing now, but he's a huge duck hunter. Always has yeah. been. It's been in his blood. Well, you can go back to whatever episode that was where he was on, and uh, he'll tell you. His dad got him into hunting, and either way.
2: Do you know the website off the top of your head?
1: The website? Yeah. The Chase's? No, I don't think he has one yet. We'll
2: get, it up. we'll get it up here in the comments at some point in the video, and then it'll be in the show notes I, on I know the podcast.
1: Fa- Facebook is Chase Petty Fishing. Oh, that's even easier. I know I know Facebook is P-E-T-T-Y. Chase Petty. T T Y. Correct. Yeah, like, so. like Richard, but with Chase in front of it. But uh <laughs> so there's <laughs> a joke I <laughs> <laughs> So uh Chase called me a couple days ago and asked what our availability would be this coming Friday uh to go up there. Now this will be my second trip of the year up there by him, but your first. Mm-hmm. Um we're going to go do some hunt, duck hunting Friday. Um so we're going to go Thursday, well tomorrow evening, we will drive up to the lake, stay up at the lake house. They got a big uh, it's a big really nice house that that you know, their lodge. Uh, their duck lodge, and then we we're gonna spend the night up there. You know, hanging out with the guys, basically getting you wrapped around this duck hunting thing, especially this real foot duck hunting thing. Which any duck hunters out there, I'm not gonna go into the wheres and whys and how it's different, but it's just different. So, uh, you know, we'll walk you through some things, and then we'll go to bed fairly early because we're gonna be up real early. And then long boat ride in the cold.
2: I get up early, but I don't go to
1: bed early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think last time we went up there, I think four o'clock we're waking up and that's funny. but but yeah it'll be a good time uh not a ton of ducks yet here in tennessee but we'll we'll lay we'll lay some down i know we will it'll yeah. be
2: a good way to digress yep
1: worst case scenario we no gonna be cell out there in service yep we'll be out there in the duck blind eating good food
2: and hanging out with the guys so do we need to bring any food uh yeah I'll, we'll pick something up. all right i like that idea yeah i think i have some things in mind yeah. Unless you already did that. Well, uh,
1: we'll just do like pit lunch and stuff. We'll do eggs and bacon and easy. That kind of stuff. And and I've, had, I've got some of that uh fallow deer breakfast sausage. no, oh, Bring some of that. Yeah. And uh mm. they cook out there like uh like old Bruce Mitchell does down south I'm on a big blackstone. I'm down. So, you know
2: pasta lie would be really good in a duck Shoot block. yeah, it would <laughs> <laughs> it'd be warm it yeah. warm you right up. Yep. Stick to your bones. Yep. I made some uh chicken and dumplings this week, it was pretty good. Mm. Sorry, Nick. You okay? Mm-hmm. I made some thick, like two and a half <laughs> inch thick pork chops last night on the smoker. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nick's hungry, apparently. It is wing night at the mic stand, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're freaking me out. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So anyways, that's what we're going to be doing. We'll have some things to talk about. Like I said, next week we're going to take a little break. There won't be an episode next week. We'll come back the week after. And I'm so looking forward because you know what happens in two weeks from today, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a special episode.
0: Mm.
2: We've been planning
1: this. I've got some ideas that I
0: have Y'all have plans (laughs) in stone. We
2: will have special guests. (laughs) Don't you worry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now you got me wondering. Is it anyone I know?
1: I don't know. You'll find out. Two
0: weeks. You couldn't even tell me that. Nope. Jerks. I've been called worse by better. We love you, Nick. Baldy.
2: (laughs) I'll take my baldness any day. Your hair is starting to get there, too, so I don't want to hear it. Hey. I know. (laughs) I think your fiance even said, where's your hat? She was trying to look out for you.
0: Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, right before we come on, I said, I love how the day, the one day I do not wear
2: a hat, you both wear a hat. Well, I told you why I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. So last week, okay, I don't think we talked about it on the show. So last week I was getting ready for the show. Um, and I don't know, I like I like to feel clean when I come up for the show. So I'll take a second shower later in the day. Um, I took a shower right before I came up here and we get hit, we get up here earlier before the show. We go over the show and all that stuff, set up cameras, lighting, all that good stuff. Most of it, thank you to Nick Condor for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but we work together to get it all set up in the software and technology and all the effort that gets put into the show. I'm rushing to get ready and I, I shave my head in the shower. I use a uh, Gillette razor and I just throw a little soap on and I'm done in a couple minutes. I was rushing a little too quick and the razor must've stuck to something on my shower. And if you didn't know water is what dolls a razor. So if your razor stays wet, that's what dulls it out faster. And it must've been sitting on something like soap or I don't know, but the first swipe I took took a little chunk in yeah. <laughs> the back of my head. <laughs>
0: mm. And if
2: you didn't know, your scalp will bleed bad a lot. And I couldn't get the bleeding to stop, so I ended up having to get – and, of course, it's, it's like in the back of the crown of my head um, where I, I can't see it. And I'm trying to take my cell phone and, you know, with video and, and look in the mirror. And anyways, I finally got the bandage on and was able to put some tape on there and, and get ready. Uh, with a towel and keep pressure on it. (laughs) I came up here and I made sure I didn't turn my head too far for the camera so you couldn't see the blood on the back of my neck. Uh, But anyway, so now it's healing and I can't shave my head. Mm -hmm. So it's a little fuzzy. So I'm wearing my hat tonight.
0: I always wear my hat. That's
2: the long, worthless, you didn't need to know TMI story, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, Matt, he just always wears a hat. I always do. Usually this one. You got, uh, flat, got yeah, flat in the bram. Flat Jeffing. bram or curved in You know what? I'm curious what our audience thinks. If you like hats with a curved bill or flat, let us know in the comments. I'm just curious. I'm curved forwards and then flat if it's back. Charita says, I'm thankful for your message yep. tonight. Freedom of speech combined with communication among all sides equals intelligence. Yep, pretty much. Oh, I hit like and then I unliked something. It won't even let me like comments now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe we're getting shut down. I don't know. <laughs> Gotta love that technology. <laughs> it's so goofy. I, I mean, I don't know. Now the comments disappeared. <laughs> look, I don't know. We got one one vote for curved. So, I, like, I, I, get, I get what you say, too. Like, wearing it backwards, a flat brim, is easier. So, when you look up, you're not... It's not falling off your head or catching your collar. Um, the curve—it kind of, just takes the light off a little better for me. I don't know. And I think it also depends on the shape of your head well, too.
1: I can't wear it forward. If it—if it's flat and forward, I don't know. I just don't. That's a hey, man. What's going on? That's odd. You look like a gang. Yeah, guy. it's not. It's not me.
2: <laughs> and that's profiling, folks. See how easy that was. Yeah. Perception.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wear like the only way I can wear a flat bill is if it's backwards. Yeah, I'm getting there. Because of the shape of my head. Like, I have a small head. I hate you. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I I just can't do it. Uh, it seems like... I hate this guy. <laughs> it seems like a lot of flat bill hats. Um. I don't know what you call this part of the hat, but (laughs) it's too big for my shovel. He just keeps digging this deeper and (laughs) deeper.
2: Oh, my goodness. Ethan Lee says semi-flat. He's going right in the middle there. Semi-flat. Christy says curved, and Teresa says (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pretty much. Only he is. Randy says curved. Okay, so it's 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 split down the middle, and Ethan takes both sides. So that didn't help a damn thing. I guess. I, I mean, I guess it's both are okay. I don't know. I tried both. I, I can't get used to either one. This is something
1: <laughs> fairly new to me. Last few yeah, last few years. Oh really? Yeah. No, it was always curved. You seem it like was a, honestly it was the over curved where mm-hmm. it almost comes back and touches again in the center. It was that, and, and
2: I remember in the nineties soaking them in a cup of water oh, putting yeah. the rubber band around oh, and then yeah. sticking them in the cup so they would you know the baseball curvy. I'd throw them
1: in the washer I'd take rubber bands put it around it, throw them in the washing machine Then when it came out I'd yeah, throw it in the dryer and when it dried it would hold that but well, that was see, like see when man, I used obnoxious. to do that though it would be off center Yeah, and then it was like <laughs> <laughs> so <sighs> <sighs> but now I'm that guy because I won't flip this hat around the other way because that's just not me that I'm the guy wearing the ball cap trying to see stuff yeah just trying to and people, you know, look like an idiot
2: you're wearing a ball cap, and you're using your hand. That's why I changed the camera angle. Yeah. We can use that little bit in a video <laughs> later on. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> yeah,
0: go for it. <laughs> what about what
2: about? Uh... I was going to say how Luke would say it with the sound effects, but I don't want to put the spotlight on you. Say what? <clears throat> you got to be quicker at that.
0: I don't know what you want me to say.
2: Well, I mean, what kind of hat did he wear? <sighs> Man, he is slow tonight.
1: Well, how's that different from any night? Right. I'm not picking on him tonight.
2: Hey, I'm so speaking up, let's just let's just shift gears because Nick's still thinking about it. <laughs> um. So if you're if you're if you're watching, you're tuning live. We told Nick, you know, okay. So Matt and I are are veterans and in defense contractors and. Uh, public service, like so, we we have a very morbid sense of humor, um, especially from my EMS days. My sense of humor got even more morbid over the years. And uh, Nick is a very sweet. He's a nice guy, polite, yeah, well mannered, Christian. He's the boy you want to take home, gentleman. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the one. Like if I had a daughter, I'd be like. Yeah, Nick's good. Yeah, boy, Nick's. He's, he's nice, he's polite, and I can kick his ass. Yeah. All great things. <laughs> but Nick has 26 weeks. We, we, I don't even know how we came up with the 26 weeks. It was one of the early episodes, and you, you said, man, you guys are always picking on me. And I said, well, you have a greenhorn period, and somehow six months got thrown in there. It was during one of the live episodes. Yeah. I don't remember how long ago it was. but It was a long time ago. 26 weeks is next week. So, and and we had one off week. We had one bye week. We'll call it a bye week. So, when we come back on the,
1: what is it, the 27th? I don't know. Don't make me math. By the way, Corey, I was Army,
2: Patrick was Navy. Corey's a veteran. We're not going to. And he's also a medic. Well, he's, I was going to say former medic. He is a medic. He's a critical care Uh medic. So, he works, I believe, mostly traumas down here, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And I was medical. So Cleveland Clinic, critical care team, many moons ago. Yeah, And that's back when they were starting to create, like, uh, I want to say it was uh, not NIMS. There was some acronym for, like, critical care transport team. They were starting this new program. Anyways, it was, like, completely a joke. But anyways, the the certification back then was much easier, I'm sure. Uh, But anyways, the 26-week mark is coming up. And we're open to suggestions to... having a little fun with Nick. We've already got some ideas. But if anybody has any suggestions, um, you can throw them in the comments. But we ask that you don't give the full details. Private message me or Matt. So Patrick Mudge or Matthew Dredska. Is it Matt Dredska or Matthew on Facebook? Matthew. So go to Matthew or me, Facebook, Instagram. Just send us a DM. And uh, we would love to hear your suggestions for that week. And if Tanae is listening... I'm sorry. I'm I'm not. just, just going to give that apology out now, mm. for what it's worth.
1: But um, I'm not, because we've been. Let's say it was episode six-ish that we came up with this plan. She's had. She's also had twenty weeks to prepare.
2: You know, and she's saying all the sweet things, but Nick doesn't know she may be very much in on this. Yeah,
1: maybe. Guess we'll find out.
2: Mm. Let me let me put it this way, Nick. The last time I had fun with somebody and i can't do this to you cuz it's not going to work <clears throat> but the last time i had fun about it was a buddy of mine named craig and we were working for an alphabet lettered agency <laughs> and i went into his office one night It was where we were getting ready to travel somewhere i don't remember what it was but he was a uh, he was on days and i was on evenings and uh, i went into his file cabinet and he left it unlocked and one of the guys was eating uh, canned tuna fish Albacore tuna. So we took a solo cup and stuffed it with paper towels. Or no, toilet paper and paper towels. And we poured the juice to the tuna into the cup, put it in the back of his file cabinet, pushed the files back, closed the door, and left. Well, he got sick, and he was out for like five days. Oh, my gosh. And I forgot about it. (laughs) And he came in and was like, Oh, my God, what is that smell? He could not find it. And, of course, if he opened his file cabinet, he just saw his files. Right. He didn't see it. So that was kind of funny. And it took, I don't know, a good couple weeks before we couldn't stand the smell anymore. <laughs> and we just took it out because it was it was that bad. And, and nobody could get work done. And he thought the funny way – he finally found out about it. But he thought the funny way to get even with it was to put a pager. Yeah, we had pagers back then. in the drop ceiling tile – so you just kept hearing this buzzing because it was on vibrate. And we're like, what? What is that? <laughs> is that coming from the ceiling? We had no idea because it would only go off for so many seconds and then stop. Mm. And he'd be at home calling it. And we're, gzz, gzz.
1: <laughs> Nobody had a clue. <laughs> well, I got one from Friday. And I got to be careful how I tell all of this story. You got one? or No, I have a story of our humor, my humor how this works. Mm. I think you know this story, but so my wife got pulled over last, whatever, I don't know, Thursday, Friday. I'm not going to go into that story. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so she calls me, no ticket. She got, everything was fine. Um, it's called mistaken identity. And uh, <laughs> for those who know the story, <laughs> that was sort of funny. But anyways, uh, she got pulled over. She called me as soon as she was leaving the, you know, the, her getting pulled over. And, <laughs> And uh, she tells me the story. And I was like, oh, it's a little messed up. So I called my buddy, who is on a, oh, uh, well, he is a cop of sorts. And I called him just to run by the scenario. Did you say a cop of sorts? Yeah, I just don't want to, I don't want to call out, like, where he is specifically. <laughs> gotcha. So I was running some things by him. <laughs> and, uh, oh, we, oh, I know where you're going. We got story. to talking just about, uh, me and this guy were in the Army together. and <laughs> He works right here with us. You uh, said too much. No. And he, uh, I find out that he's sitting currently in his cruiser on the path that my wife is about to drive by. So I tell my buddy, I said, hey, by the way, you're going to see my wife in just a moment. And he said, well, can I pull her over? (laughs) I said, you absolutely can. (laughs) So I called her back to find out where she is. And as she picks up, she goes, you're not going to believe this. I'm getting pulled over again. Now, those weren't her exact words. They were slightly more colorful and a little bit more upset. And when I say my buddy, I mean, he's been my friend for a very long time. We deployed together. But Hope's known him for almost as long. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I can hear him. I can hear her say, he's he's out of the car now and he's walking up. And as soon as he announced who he was, all I could hear was, "I hate Matt. He's such a blank." <laughs> like, <laughs> and Mara blank. And when she got home five minutes later, she wasn't thrilled. I was. I started calling people because I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs>
1: so there's oh. some of that humor. There's yeah. some of that humor most people may not get, most people may not like. Now. Well, Don't marry me.
2: (laughs) I mean, I won't. There's a reason. I mean, you've lasted this long, so you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Nine years now. So you've been married for nine. I've been divorced for seven. Nick's been engaged for seven. Fourteen. No. How many years have you been engaged? 26. Four. So we got all three spectrums covered. So we're all as Matt would say blank. Sharita <laughs> <laughs> says and you wonder why wife I, I didn't follow that, but I'll give it a thumbs up. Um So yeah, we have that sense of So yeah, man, I'm not, like that's why I'm not talking much. My my mind is racing as to what we can do to Mr. Nicholas Condor.
0: What did I do to deserve any of this? You joined our team. And that's it. And that's enough to deserve here, here, it.
2: Here's what, here's what this also means, too. Like, we're friends. We're family. But after this, we got your back in everything. You don't have to fight your fights anymore. If that's make, what that if means. If you make it through it.
0: If I make it through it.
2: <laughs> you ever heard of a, a shellback ceremony? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what it all you have to do? No. I mean, hot sauce down your butt crack. You have to kiss the Master Chief's belly. Crawl through... Just junk and sewage and swamp from the galley and the food and the rot and the trash. I hope Corey's still listening because this is some of that Navy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, I'm not a shellback. <laughs> I keep hitting the thumb button. It's not working again. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's just an example of fun. We're going to take it to a whole new level.
1: Yeah.
0: I, you know, there, there's, there's something that I never got, and it's why do you have to do that in
2: order to have somebody's back? Ah, we get back to the perception discussion again, right? So I mean, in the earlier days, okay. it was a matter of proving, I'm almost as crazy as you guys, mm-hmm. and you would do anything for me. So they give you these little harmless, they're they're kind of like uncomfortable and maybe a little embarrassing, but it, it's almost like that old rite of passage, proving your way, you know? Mm-hmm. But now, in today's generation, they don't understand that. Okay.
0: I mean, I understand the... Uh, Putting in your time, your work, you know, whatever. We
2: will not hurt you by any means, shape or form. We won't even do anything bad to embarrass you. That I will promise you.
0: And
1: And that's where some of this came from. hmm? Some of it was an embarrassing story, photos, whatever, that they can then use (laughs) to keep you... And that's not where this is going. That that is... That's a different organization. (laughs) But, I mean... There's painted photos of dresses, and I'm not going to go into the whole thing. but
0: Well, you know, if I'm not going to get hurt. No, you're you're not going to get hurt. And and you mean physically, right? No.
2: Yes. Correct. I mean, I think the worst thing that we would ask you to do is to take a toothpick and try a hot sauce or something. That's it? That's it. That's, like, the worst thing you would have to do. You can handle it, Nick,
1: I will not bring you physical pain.
2: Well, then I
0: ain't worried about it. Okay.
2: Good. That is the attitude to have.
0: Yeah, if I'm not gonna get if I'm not gonna get caused physical pain, I dude, I'm good.
2: You just you're gonna oh. get comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you can you got this. You got this. I had the wrong camera on, sorry. <sighs> oh, God. You got he, hey See, but, you got a bye week next week to the, to
0: just the thing that, that worries me the most is that I'm going to have to do something that is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. No. Nothing. Like, like mentally scar me. Nope. Nothing to that degree. Oh, okay.
2: Nope. <laughs> I, Sometimes just worrying is part you know. of the plan. I didn't want to say it.
0: <laughs> I, I, I just got that mentality like, at the very last second before you said that, like, I wonder if they're saying all this just to work my mind up into worrying about it and losing sleep over it and then, like, come to...
2: Mine's getting in the right place, but unfortunately, that's not true. Okay.
0: <laughs> and then and come to the day, I just get a handshake and be like, welcome to the
2: crew. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, we'll a, find out. that's an option. <laughs> Even one of our listeners that, that comments on some of our shows, treat us out. she said, well, darn, can I join? <laughs> I don't know what part made her want to join, but maybe it's the hot sauce. I don't know. Um, hey, I love hot sauce. You know, sometimes you put it on your tongue. Sometimes it burns other parts of your body.
0: Um, now, that but, would be that would fall under the physical pain.
2: Well, I mean even trying hot sauce could be a physical pain if you want to get technical. It is well, for me.
0: even even more technical than that, even your entire sense of touch is a type of pain. Sure.
1: I Gr- tried a hot grin and sauce. Bear. Grin and bear. This was probably
2: Did you try sure. the one I'm talking about?
1: No. Well no. at the time it was considered the hottest. And it was in a bar up in northern Wisconsin, and we were snowmobiling, and me, my parents, and their friends, and our friends, and whatever. And the guy behind the bar had a wooden box with a, uh, like a glass, almost looked like a, a fire extinguisher case, mm-hmm. break in case of emergency. And it was locked, and we got talking, hey, what's that thing back there? And he said, I'm glad you asked. And he pulled this out, and it was a tiny little, you know, like eyedropper bottle, and he took a toothpick, and he just, just a, dab on it and then we all stuck our tongues out and he just put a tiny, almost like a little pinprick
0: mm-hmm. on our
1: tongues. And it wasn't anything for the first 30 seconds. Sure, And then it was. And he, <laughs> he, let us, he let us sort of wallow in that pain for what seemed like hours. I'm sure it was 30 minutes. And eventually he, he gave us a scoop of horseradish. And he explained it to us that horseradish, some kind of the acidity or base or whatever it is, will counteract the hot. Mm -hmm. And
2: it worked, but now I can't eat horseradish. So Well, I'm kind of in the same boat, Matt. When I was a kid, I say kid, I think it was like 16 or 17. It was St. Patrick's Day. That's probably how old I was. And uh, my dad and his friend, uh, who's long been gone, unfortunately, uh, Ed Murphy Jr., I'll never forget these two. They, when they got together, the prank started. And I think I learned pranks at a young age. And it was the first time i seen pure horseradish. Ugh. And they put it on a whole spoon and said, try this pudding. Ugh. I mean, a full <laughs> tablespoon. Oh, my sinuses ain't been right since. I, I just, I can't <laughs> do it.
1: I know some people love horseradish. I
2: could smell the color number nine. I, I just <laughs> we were me and the
1: wife went to a, a Chinese restaurant or I'm sorry it was a Japanese restaurant yesterday and she likes her sushi with yum yum sauce.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: okay, that's yeah, different. Whatever, um, little sriracha and yum yum sauce and she. T- I was asking her, I said, I wonder what what is yum yum sauce? And she goes, Well, I know it's got horseradish in it. I can tell just by looking at it. it doesn't have horseradish no. in it. It absolutely doesn't. It's mayo. It's and like ketchup a cream sauce. And yeah, very yeah. yeah, but I, I even at the at when she said that it has horseradish in it because i don't mind yum yum sauce it's not my favorite but i can
2: tell if if it has horseradish in it i can tell what about like arby's horsey sauce nope no you it doesn't bother you no you i won't eat it. it no kid
1: i don't i just don't like horseradish i just
2: i, I get that dude i love their horsey sauce well you won't after next week no two weeks but he doesn't know that he's already <laughs> focused on <laughs> what i said not when i said it Mm. 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 <laughs> he won't be able to do like the Kermit voice ever again <laughs> after that week. Oh, hi! Oh, my butthole hurts. Like, yeah, <laughs> hot sauce. That's
0: that. That's it. Maybe.
2: Maybe. <laughs> you you don't shall know. find. Out. You're gonna find out, so, and that's
0: why everybody should tune in. So you're gonna give me Montezuma's <laughs> revenge.
2: That sounds so mildly put. Yeah. Yes, that's
0: what we're going to give you. Mild. <laughs> Ooh. It could be... Diarrhea. Uh,
2: might be a side effect. Yeah. Could be.
0: Because uh, diarrhea is physical pain.
2: Maybe in your world. <laughs> you might want to get that checked.
0: Well, you know... Um, a lot of diarrhea burns
2: man this just got weird shitty <laughs> <laughs> where's that little sound effect that drum uh, the rim shot you still yeah, have that i don't know you were way too late on that one
0: <laughs> hang on
2: we're hanging well, that's that wasn't not it,
0: it. jesus <laughs> don't do that again yeah, that would have worked. Oh no, that was the clapping. <laughs> <laughs> there.
1: there
2: you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last one. <laughs> Chrissy says that we're so mean to that poor boy. Well, the takeaway I got of is you're that poor boy.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Diarrhea will probably be the least of your (laughs) worries. Yep. (laughs) They are are probably right. Oh. I can't wait. I'm I'm looking (laughs) forward to it. I bet you can't. (laughs) Well, anyways, look, this is what it's all about, guys. It's about getting outdoors, letting loose, having a good time, respecting different perspectives, Take a minute, reflect on yourself, everybody else, and just taking into consideration that if you remove the emotion, you can sit down and discuss these problems. As always, ask yourself. What are you thankful for? Live from Icy Tech Studios in West Tennessee, I'm Patrick. I'm still Matt. I'm Nick. And we are Back to the Lodge. We'll see you next week. Hey, everybody. Nick here from
0: Back to the Lodge. If you like the show, if you like the content, don't forget to subscribe to us, follow us, leave a review. And, hey, if you want to see us and hear us live, You can go to our Facebook page, Back to the Lodge Podcast, and view us live each Wednesday night from 6 to 7. But until next time, we'll see you when we head back to the lodge.